following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Thursdays on the Huge Radio Network are presented by Tom Rosenbach and his team at Bean Carter. They're one of America's top accounting and business firms. They're based in West Michigan, but service the entire state and coast to coast. You can find out more at BeanCarter.com. They can help your business now. That's BeanCarter.com. Thursdays on the Huge Show Across Michigan are presented by Bean Carter. Are you ready for huge opinions on the Lions, Tigers, Wings, Pistons, Michigan, MSU, and every sports team in the state of Michigan? It's time for the Huge Show. From the east side to the west side to the UP, the Huge Show is on air statewide on the Michigan Sports Network. Voice your huge opinions now at 1-866-838-HUGE. That's 1-866-838-4843. You ready? Now, let's go to the Auto Value Bumper to Bumper Parts Studio with the huge one, Bill What's up, Michigan? It is time to begin another statewide journey on the only syndicated afternoon sports radio show we're heard on 19 stations all across this state. For the one close to you, go to thehugeshow.net. Also, you have the live stream there. Weekdays, 3 until 6, also at thehugeshow.net. The all-night, all-day replay where the entire three hours repeats in its entirety from 6 p.m. until when the next show airs at thehugeshow.net. Chris Ballas from the Wolverine.com will join us in a moment. We'll look ahead to UConn and Michigan on Saturday at noon at the Big House. Matt Wenzel, MLive.com, Spartan Football Insider. Join us before he makes a trip out west for that Michigan State-Washington game Saturday night at 7.30. Frank Schwab, Yahoo.com, National NFL Insider on week one. Tonight's Chiefs-Chargers Thursday night football game. And what about the Lions and the Eagles and the Lions and Commanders in week two? We'll hear from Frank Schwab, Tim McCullough, the fun governor from the Soren Eagle Casino, and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan, also be by. They have a lot going on. We threw out our Bud Light huge question of the day. I made my predictions on the big three games. Michigan 59-0, Michigan State 35-28, and they're getting three points on the DraftKings Sportsbook app big board. And I went with the Lions winning 27-20 on Sunday. So you can drop your picks on air, 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. Add HUGE Show on Twitter, The HUGE Show on Facebook, and also opt in on that HUGE text chain. Text the word HUGE to 21000. It's free. You don't get crushed with ads or bounce backs. You can text me anytime you want to. That's the word HUGE to 1000. Yeah, I'm looking at my picks. I'm I'm fine with all of them. I, I just don't know what the Lions. The biggest concern is Jonah Jackson, Ragnow, V's out, three-fifths of your offensive line not practicing this week. Ragnow with the groin, Jonah Jackson with a finger injury, he suffered in practice yesterday. Mm. V's out with the back surgery. That is the biggest strength for the Lions. 
and they can't have lingering injuries, and they can't play with two of the five or two hurt and one gone, at least on IR, at least for four games with back surgery, you wouldn't think a lineman's going to return this year. That is something to watch. That's why I think the DraftKings Sportsbook app big board line went down from Lions giving Washington two and a half down to one and a half and could flip around. You just don't know. The injury reports, you know, veterans, they don't like to push an injury. They don't want it to be worse. Ragnow went on the bad groin as Jeff Risden from the LionsWire.com, the Detroit Lions podcast, talked about yesterday in studio. He went, but you could see he wasn't his usual all-pro-like self. So that's something to keep an eye on. It really is. And the Lions can't start 0-2, losing two games at home. They just can't. One note on Sunday, I'll be at Tin Roof, your game day headquarters. Tigers are at home. Superfly is doing the double dip. Tigers Saturday night. Lions on Sunday. I'll be at Tin Roof from 9.30 a.m. until 11.30 a.m. You can stop over. Uh, you can say hello. Hang out. They got bands, DJs, food, your favorite beverages. Block from Ford Field, Tin Roof, the old Chelly's in downtown Detroit. Huge show in the Michigan Sports Network. Putting on those pregame bashes before the first four Lions home games. But they can't start on two. At home, no way. I don't want them to pull the optimism rug out from under us like the Tigers did. Such high expectations for that team, and look where they are now. You have no idea what the future holds. I still believe that offense, with a healthy offensive line, at least four of the five, you're not getting V back after the back surgery. That concerns me. Chris Ballas never concerns me from the Wolverine.com. The Michigan Insider is standing by on the Meyer guest sign. You're, you're a Lions fan. When I started hearing injuries to the offensive line again, I just shake my head. That's par for the course, right? I mean, it's it's our fault, I guess, for getting our hopes up if we get excited about the Lions. And uh, just given the, the history and, and the disappointment we've experienced over the years, but it's a this franchise had any luck at all it's bad over the years too so it just comes with the territory being a lions fan huge yeah i know it does buddy but uh to me it's like the tigers too the optimism we had during the offseason last year and how bad this team has been really you know outside of the you know first couple of games they've just been brutal yeah, terrible, right? And then you've got the owner saying that the, uh, for sure, the rebuild is over, <laughs> and everybody gets their hopes up, and and then they lay an egg. What have they been shut out twenty one times now this year? I think, if I'm not mistaken, that's unbelievable. The, the Tigers, and you know, when, the, when you're using the Lions to prop up your hopes for Detroit sports, then you're in trouble. But this this franchise still has some holes. I do like Campbell, and I do like the fact that he's holding guys accountable. I think that they're going to get better. There's no question about it. The Eagles are a good football team, but they still need a quarterback. They still need some help, probably a linebacker. Uh, there are there are holes still to fill. So it's going to be a rebuild, and that's why you know when people said, "Hey, if they win six, seven games this year," you know. But then that's a step in the right direction, and I agree with that. I still think they have some work to do, but they're starting to cut guys like Campbell said that uh, we're going to be contributors. So now you just got to keep building on that and, and getting more talent in there. And, and it takes time when you when your culture is as bad as it's been. That's the hardest part in any franchise to rebuild a culture that's been so bad for so long is really hard. Chris Ballas of the Wolverine Talk, joining us. Let's move on talking about 
Michigan football, UConn game, really final preseason game before they get uh, to the Big Ten. Uh, what can we expect Saturday at the Big House? Uh, how much of J.J., how much of Kate? Yeah, J.J.'s going to start, and he'll play quite a bit. They want to get him ready for the Maryland game. It's clear they have a, a number one starter now, and, and they do want to get Cade McNamara's confidence back as well. You, you know, you'd like to have two good quarterbacks, and they won a Big Ten championship with McNamara last year. I know that there are people who say, oh, they did it in spite of them, which is ridiculous, but you know what? You you want to have more than one guy. So, But more than anything, you want to get your starter, who has the potential to be special, as we've seen, more reps and, and get him more looks against more defenses. And you're going to see a better test, even though UConn's terrible, at least they're well coached, and they've got Jim Mora Jr. over there on that sideline. So they're going to, he's going to see some schemes that really are going to test him a little bit more. So you want to get him experienced, and you want to see how they hold up against the team that wants to run the ball. This is a team that they had a running back that ran for 190 yards against Utah State. That was a good game earlier on in the year against the Utah State team that was ranked at the time and they were uh, on the road. So I think you're going to see them try to run right at them. That's going to be a good test for the Michigan run stoppers up front. I think it's one that they're going to be up to the task because UConn just can't throw the ball. So it'll be it'll be another lopsided affair, part of the worst non-conference schedule I can remember in Ann Arbor, Bill. But then it gets real against Maryland and Iowa in the next two weeks. How much of the Michigan playbook offensively, defensively, even special teams have they just sat on waiting for the Big Ten knowing they had three dog teams to start the season? Yeah, they're not going to show everything. You know, it's the basics. You see five, six running plays. And, of course, when when they're working, like we saw against Ohio State last year, you know what, you can run the same ones over and over again if the offensive line is blocking well and there's nothing anybody can do about it. So you'll see them open things up more. And, uh, you know, the big test to me, and I get that Iowa's offense is awful, but that defense of theirs is good. And that's going to be where we really find out what you got under center here. A kid in J.J. McCarthy going into a hostile environment playing against a defense that wants to turn you over. They're going to try to bait him into turning him over. So uh, can Michigan move the ball down there and, and be successful in that environment? That's what's really going to tell me. And then for the defense, it's really Maryland, right? Uh, when you've got uh, an offense that can throw the ball like that, Michigan has not been tested defensively yet. We, you know, we've seen some really good things. I don't think the defense has given up a point yet in, in the first halves of games. They haven't. Uh, and I think that first team defense hasn't given up a point all year. But again, the tests are going to get bigger and Maryland's going to be a, a little bit of a challenge in that respect. So it'll be good to see them playing against the team with athletes. We're not going to see it again this week, but really the main thing this weekend, Bill, is stay healthy and, and get out of there without any injuries and, and move on to Big Ten play. Uh, beyond Kate and JJ and their playing time against UConn, what other areas do you think Harbaugh and his assistants are attacking where they want preparation Saturday against UConn to get them ready for Maryland and Iowa? Yeah, better pass blocking, number one. Those guys have been a little bit disappointing and leaky in the first couple games. Right tackle has been an issue with Trent A. Jones. He's got to be better. Uh, even some of their studs, Ryan Hayes at left tackle, Zach Zinter at right guard, have let their guard down a little bit, and that can't happen against the better teams on the schedule. So um, that's that's one area that needs to improve. And then what Steve Klinkscale, Michigan's defensive backs coach, said 
the other day. He said, we are contesting some balls, but we're not contesting enough. He said, I watched other teams with good defenses. These guys are always around the ball. We're letting guys catch the ball too easily before we try to make plays. So they want to really shore up their pass defense in that respect. So uh, those things, and then I think, again, the run defense. They want to make sure that those guys are stuck. They're going to be teams like Michigan State that try to run right at them, try to bully them at the line of scrimmage. Are they going to be able to hold up? We think so. They've got a big, strong defensive line, but I think this this weekend will tell us a little bit more about those guys up front. Chris Bowles with the Wolverines.com, the Michigan Insider, joining us. You can follow everything Michigan football 24-7, in-season, out-of-season, and all University of Michigan athletics. Speaking of the other sports, uh, we're here mid-September. Basketball is getting up and running. Uh, Juwan Howard and his squad, compared to last year, what type of team is he going to have? Yeah, that's a great question. I, I talked to Saudi Washington, Michigan's assistant coach, the other day for a long interview, and they were encouraged by some of the things they saw over in Europe in their their three exhibition games. Uh, really, they've got a, a point guard in Jalen Llewellyn who shot the ball well, and a backup in Doug McDaniel who's going to be really good. He's a Xavier Simpson type, so uh, they've got pieces. Uh, Hunter Dickinson, it's his show, and uh, he can he's proved that he's more of a, a dual threat guy being able to step out and shoot the ball a little bit more now, but it's really going to come down to the, the shooting guard position. Can Kobe Buff can take that next step and the wing? Can Jet Howard be that kid as a true freshman that scores? They need some more shooters. So if, and if not, as Phil Martelli said on uh, one of the podcasts I listened to recently, then, they, then they're going to have to be a better offensive rebounding team. So those are the things to watch uh, and how they mix and match their lineups. I don't know. I think they'll be playing better by the end of the year. They say I think they're a tighter team this year, Bill, but there are going to be some question marks early on as they look for some of those guys to fill those spots. What's your prediction on UConn-Michigan? I said 59 nothing on my huge predictions on the show Facebook and Twitter page. Uh, Michigan, again, I think it's up to 49. I can't believe uh, how much they've been favored by on the DraftKings Sportsbook app, Big Board Michigan, and in these last two games. You're, you're talking probably be over 50 again by the time you get to game time. Yeah, I remember we were talking, and I said, I wouldn't touch that, man, that 52, because Jim Harbaugh likes to take the, the foot off the gas against teams like this, and I think he will again. I think they'll have a big halftime lead, and then you're going to see him empty the bench. I had 45 to 10. I think it'll probably be something like 38 to nothing at halftime, and then, then they coast again. So uh, they aren't going to look to run the score up on UConn. I don't think there's any way they're going to do that. So I think it'll be a little closer score-wise, but Michigan will control the game from start to finish and should be a laugher. Yeah, what you want to bet on those blowout games is you bet the first half. You, right. And you know the yeah. start where Michigan was up 42 zip, you, you yep. bet the first half against the dog teams on the DraftKings Sportsbook app Big Board. Yeah, exactly. And and everybody who did, everybody who is knowledgeable told me that's what they were going to do, and they all won. I was getting texts like crazy saying, yep, that's the way to do it. So Because in the, in the second half, you're going to see guys, you know what, this is the last chance that a lot of these guys are going to have to play this year. Some of these walk-ons and guys like that, and Jim Harbaugh is going to want to play them. And again, he's not going to want to run the score up on them. So I would imagine that would probably be the way to go. What are you hearing at Schembechler Hall and on the practice field and in the locker room about – J.J. supplanting Kate as a starter from a team yeah, perspective. Well, 
Yeah, they were number one. They were stunned at, at how poorly Cade responded, and you know they were they were talking in the in the building that hey, you know they thought that Cade was going to come out with the the short medium passing game in the first couple games and complete seventy percent of his passes, and then JJ McCarthy is going to be the big play guy. Well, it turned out that Cade wilted under the pressure. It was very clear, really, from his first series against Colorado State that uh, that he was feeling it, and then JJ came in and, and played better than anybody could have expected. You know, we've got to see how he does it again against better defenses. He's had some turnover issues in practice in the past, but how far he came and what he showed in those games, these guys were giddy. Uh, they understand that they've got a special talent here, and if he continues to improve like he has, and like we've always said, this is the guy, right, who has the higher ceiling, he's better physically, and if he put it all together, he was could be one of the better quarterbacks that Michigan's ever seen here. So they've seen signs of that. They love what they've seen from him in terms of his poise and, and just just his joy for the game when he's out there. You can tell that one guy's really enjoying it right now and one guy's really feeling the pressure. So that's where things stand right now. Chris, appreciate the update. Enjoy the game. We'll talk Monday and look back on it. Sounds great, brother. Thank you. All right, Chris Ballas joining us on the Meyer Guest Line. And Meyer, proud to be longtime partners with the University of Michigan Athletics. NFL action opens up week two tonight. Kansas City and the L.A. Chargers and you're going to want to get in on the action on the DraftKings Sportsbook app, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Download the app. Use promo code HUGE when you sign up. And new customers on the DraftKings Sportsbook app can bet just $5 on any NFL game tonight through Monday night and get $200 in free bets instantly. Plus, everyone can experience the thrill of DraftKings' early win promotion. It's simple. Bet on L.A. or Kansas City tonight to win. If your team leads by seven at any point during the game, you get paid instantly. Download that DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code HUGE when you sign up, and you'll get the shot at $200 in free bets instantly when you place a $5 bet on any football game. That's code HUGE when you sign up after downloading the DraftKings Sportsbook app. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services Gambling Disorder Helpline at 1-800-270-7117. 21 and up in Michigan only. Bonus issued as free bets. One early win token issued at Optin. Money line bets only. Deposit and wagering restrictions apply. Eligibility and terms at DraftKings.com slash football terms. Get an update on Michigan State's road trip to Washington to take on the Huskies. Dan Wetzel. Or Matt Wenzel. Did I say Dan Wenzel? He's the writer for CBS. Matt Wenzel from MLive.com. He covers Michigan State. He'll join us next. From Petoskey to Detroit, this show is huge. Keith Urban, the Speed of Now World Tour. The must-see show of 2022. September 22nd, Van Andel Arena with Tyler Hubbard. And special guest, Ingrid Andrus. Tickets on sale now at Ticketmaster.com. 
here for all the Mr. Car Wash locations across Michigan. You're going to want to look into that unlimited monthly pass that I use. Superfly Hayes, my producer, uses it. I can get my SUV washed as often as I like for one low price. You can sign up today. Just go to MrCarWash.com or stop by your local Mr. Car Wash location here in Michigan for the one close to you. And to get that unlimited pass, go to MrCarWash.com. Get more for your money and get a healthy dinner for less when you shop Meyer. Start your meal with Earthbound Farm Organic Salad for $2.99. Then shop Frederick's by Meyer Cook Shrimp for $8.99 for the main course. Add delicious nor pasta or rice sides for only $1.35. And clean it all up with bounty paper towels for $12.99. Get more for your money and get the same low Meyer prices no matter how you shop, in-store or online. Exclusion supply. See all the deals in the Meyer app. Huge here for the Michigan High School Athletic Association. You can stay up to date on the latest from Lansing 24-7 at MHSAA.com. At MHSAA on Twitter and MHSAA on Facebook. The latest news, press releases, and stories connected to every high school in the state of Michigan. Available for you 24-7 from the Michigan High School Athletic Association. Log on to MHSAA.com, at MHSAA on Twitter, and MHSAA on Facebook. And if you're looking for archive, boys and girls, high school sports, MHSAA.tv. That's MHSAA.tv. 24-7, everything you need to know about high school sports in Michigan. Log on to MHSAA.com. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. Huge show is back live across Michigan. Superfly Hayes, our executive producer, as we originate from the Auto Value Bumper to Bumper Parts Store Studio. Bud Light, huge question of the day. And by the way, when you're watching the Lions and you're 21 and up, make sure you crack open a nice cold Bud Light. Your predictions on the big three this weekend. I have the Lions beating Washington 27-20. Michigan 59, UConn nothing. That spread probably be around 50 points at kickoff Saturday at the Big House. And Michigan State is getting three on the DraftKings Sportsbook app Big Board for their road trip out west against Washington, who hasn't played anybody in their first two. I think Kent State and Portland State. I like Michigan State 35-28. You can make your predictions, 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. Add the Huge Show on Twitter, the Huge Show on Facebook, and opt in on that huge text chain. Text the word HUGE to 21,000. No ads, you don't get crushed with bounce backs, and you can text me anytime you want to during any game. During the show, just text the word HUGE uh, to 21,000. By the way, I do want to thank Fabiano Brothers for serving up Bud Light in Detroit and all across Michigan, along with other great Anheuser-Busch distributors. Let's go talk about Michigan State's long journey to Seattle to take on Washington 
Saturday night, 7.30 p.m. Michigan time. Matt Wenzel, MLive.com Spartan Insider. He's standing by the Meyer guest line. Welcome back, my friend. Hey, Bill. How's it going? It's going good. Uh, my theme this week has been the similarities of the positioning of this Washington game in their schedule like last year when they went to Miami, which was the first true gauge on how good the Spartans would be, and they were very impressive. I think I'm looking for how Michigan State will look against this Washington team considering where they're going, the hostile environment, and also will this game be a springboard like the Miami game was for this team last year? Yeah, I mean, that seems like – I mean, you can draw that comparison. It seems really obvious, you know, same time in the schedule, basically, right. you know, long road trip challenge. Mel didn't really want to do that on Monday. He didn't like the comparison because, you know, this is the new year, new team. But it's pretty hard to ignore. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it'll be really interesting. You know, you're going to go more than 2,000 miles, three time zones. Um, you're going to be on the West Coast where they have not fared well in regular season games Uh uh, well, since I think 84 was their last win out West in Colorado. Um, so yeah, I mean, it is a significant challenge against a team that, that looks a lot better uh, so far this year than, than last year, uh, albeit with, uh, you know, against overmatched competition so far, Kent state and Portland state and FCS program, but Kalen DeBoer has the offense uh, looking pretty good. Obviously Michael Penix is the guy you got to keep your eye on. Michigan state fans are more than familiar with him. This will be his third start against them. He's one and one, and he was really good in his previous two outings against Michigan State. So, yeah, I mean, big challenge for them. I mean, this is a, the chance. You know, you mentioned the you know the springboard last year at Miami, and I think that was absolutely the case. Um, and you got a chance to do it kind of again. Um, and then you know you you got to get right into it because Minnesota comes to town next week to start Big Ten play, and that's going to be a really difficult challenge. So, yeah, we'll get a we'll get our first real sense of where Michigan State's at on, on Saturday. What are three things you like about Michigan State football after two games, and what are three things that concern you going into this Washington game? Three things I like. Let's see. One, uh, <laughs> Jacoby Whitman would be one thing to like. Uh, he's been outstanding so far. Uh, the UNLV transfer uh, moved from linebacker to the end in fall camp. He leads the nation with 5.5 sacks. He's got four fumble, uh, four fourth fumbles, a fumble recovery. He's been really good. Uh, the run game has come together um, quite fine. Uh, you know, nobody's expecting Kenneth Walker again, obviously, but between uh, Jalen Berger and, and Drew Broussard, they've, they've been good. You know, uh, Berger's got 200-yard games to start. Um, Broussard had a couple touchdowns last uh, week, and they're averaging, I think, 6.2 yards per carry, the two of them. So they've been good. Um, I guess, I, I mean, some you're seeing some young guys step up. You know, with Jaden Reed, uh, you know, getting banged up last week. We'll see if he plays this week, but you know, we've seen flashes from some young receivers, Keon Coleman, uh, Jeremy Bernard, a true freshman who was actually enrolled at Washington in January before things went a little sideways when his position coach left and you know, up at Michigan State. So that's a, another interesting thing to watch Saturday. Um, uh, three concerns, uh, depth with, with some injuries. Darius Snow out for the season at linebacker. He was a really versatile uh, veteran, smart kid, uh, good communicator, and, and that, that's a tough loss to take, even though they've got some more depth there, or they at least did before the season started. Uh, Xavier Henderson, we don't know when he'll be back. He suffered an apparent right leg injury in, in the opener against Western. Um, Kendall Brooks, former D2 transfer, stepped in pretty well, but you get beyond that. I mean, they came into the season really thin with experience at safety. It was basically Henderson and Gross. You take Henderson, the, the most experienced player they've got, out of the mix, and 
you know, you're, the depth's going to get tested there. Uh, another concern, uh, Peyton Thorne just hasn't been as sharp as you expected. Uh, two interceptions last week, no touchdowns. He got three picks through the first two games. So so that would be a little concern. And then uh, third one, geez, uh, <laughs> got a lot of re- ways it could go. Um, I don't know. I guess we really haven't seen the secondary tested with some really good talent yet. You know, Western Michigan produces good receivers, but they were starting a, at a quarterback. They actually played pretty well. Uh, in his first career start, and, and then obviously Akron is, is not one of your more powerful programs. Um, so yeah, some some still question questions about where that secondary is going to be against um, high end talent, and then you know you're still breaking in the true freshman kicker, which you on the road for a game that could be decided by a field goal, and, and that could get dicey. Although uh, he made one from 43 or 44 last week that that looked pretty good. His name is Matt Wenzel, MLive.com, Michigan State Football Insider, joining us on the Meyer Guest Line, talking about Michigan State's first big game of the season at Washington, Saturday night, 7.30 p.m. Uh, Michigan time. Away from Michigan State, what has surprised you the most in the Big Ten? Is it Scott Frost getting fired? Uh, I, I, I'm trying to think if there is, you know, Iowa's lack of offense is shocking considering their schedule. I would be in my conversation. What what has surprised you about the Big Ten through two weeks? I mean, I don't. There was a lot of Nebraska love before the season, and I just didn't see it. I didn't get it. Um, and I think the first what two weeks played out kind of. I, I can't say I expected Frost to be gone after after a couple games, but um, three games actually because they played week zero. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I I didn't understand it. They were they were bad since he arrived, but. So I guess that wasn't a big surprise. Iowa just not being able to move the ball. Um, my gosh, <laughs> that's bad. I don't know. I was, I was, I don't know. I, I kind of surprised the way the quarterback situation unfolded at Michigan. Um, you know, you get a guy that, that leads you to a Big Ten title, college football playoff, your first Big Ten title in almost, what, 20 years? And he gets one start and then he's benched, you know, for, for the young, for uh, McCarthy. So I don't know. I was kind of surprised how that played out. I thought you might see him keep the quarterback competition somewhat more open uh, moving on uh, at least some sort of semblance of a competition instead of just going with St. JJ's starter week three. But yeah, those are a couple of things that stand out. I trying to think of some other things, but those are big ones. If Michigan and Michigan state were playing this weekend in week three, crazy new TV deal, flip the schedule all around in Michigan and Michigan state, based on what we've seen from both teams in two games. What would be your vibe on the Spartans and the Wolverines if they were playing Saturday night? <laughs> I, you know, I don't know because we haven't Michigan. You know, they've played obviously two vastly inferior opponents um, in what was it Colorado State and Hawaii. I mean, those games haven't been anywhere close. And not that Michigan State has played a world beater schedule, but I, I don't know. You know, and I haven't really, you know, I haven't watched Michigan really, um, but. I don't know. I'd have to see like the first test for really both of them to get a good gauge. I think Michigan's obviously got firepower and offense, but um, you know I haven't watched enough of them to really have a gauge for it. Uh, know where they're at compared to where Michigan State's at right now. But you know that said, I don't. I can't really say where Michigan State's at because you know it's been uh, Western and Akron, so they're still a little bit untested, um, and we got to see what some of these guys can do. Um, you know, when the talent level is is closer to what they have on their own. Um, to be able to get a gauge where they're at, but I'm I'm sure if they were to, if they were on the schedule for Saturday at Michigan, which is where they play this year, that that Michigan would be favored by, you know, at least a touchdown. 
Matt Wenzel does a great job. MLive.com, Michigan State Football Insiders, Spartans at Washington. That'll be a good game. I, I, Michigan's three dog games. I, I don't know if that will hurt them, but let's just say for the sake of this Big Ten conversation that if Michigan, when you get to the playoff committee on seedings, on where you're at, I know you still have to win at Ohio State if you want to get the college football playoff. You'll have to beat Michigan State in Ann Arbor. Same thing with Penn State. But, you know, if, if you get to a seeding point, they're going to look at those first three games. You know, they're going to look at an Alabama and say, hey, they went to Texas and won. Uh, I, I can't believe Michigan would schedule three bad teams like that in a row. Yeah, well, you got to pay the bills. And how much does Michigan make uh, for each home gate? You know, uh, offsets the. $700 the, the billion. Dollars. <laughs> and they pay, what, 1.5 or 2 million or whatever the rate is to, for those the game, those teams to come and play. But, yeah, I mean, I don't know. If, if they beat, a, if you win the Big Ten and you're Michigan and you're there, I mean, let's be honest with what the college football playoff is about. It's about, you know, delivering eyeballs and money. And Michigan is one of the biggest brands out there. So, um, I don't I mean, if it, if it came down to it where it was like team Michigan and another team, exact kind of thing. And the other, the other team had actually played some, some actual non-conference opponents, uh, that were, that were challenged. Yeah. Um, I, I could see maybe that would sway things, but you know, money, money always talks. And, and as far as Alabama, I mean, that was, that was interesting. I thought they were going to lose. Um, but when was the last time they played a true non-conference road game? It's been a while, hasn't it? So, well, you know, they're following uh, the Ohio State plan. I'm serious. Ohio State, uh, except this year they did play Notre Dame, and most years they have scheduled some big boy game, and usually it would be uh, in Columbus. But, you know, get highly ranked. You're moving up. You know, you've gone from eight to four. You haven't played anybody. so uh, the, And you still, if you're going to be a playoff team, you, you have to beat – some highly ranked teams on your schedule, so you'll the backside of it will take care of it. The front side really doesn't come into play unless you beat somebody big uh, in non-conference. Yeah, you know, I think I, I mean, I, I don't know I'm not an athletic director, but you know, if, if I was a, a fan of a program, season ticket holder or not, I would like to see that mix. You know, you don't want you don't want a crazy Tom Izzo basketball schedule for your football team. You know, you get two bye games. And then you have a marquee non-conference. You know, you, the contracts are usually home and away. So, yeah, I mean, it's going to rotate. But, um, yeah, I think you want that one test. I mean, the Big Ten is going to be tough enough, but I think you want to uh, want to see one good uh, non-conference game each year. Just, you know, with Michigan State, it just so happens they, they get it in back-to-back years um, with Miami and, and Washington. And, you know, the, the 20 game with Miami coming to East Lansing was obviously canceled. But Washington will, you know, return the favor and – yeah, I, I like there being a decent non-conference game as opposed to just, you know, three layup lines and, and then you then you really don't know what you have. Matt, great conversation about the Big Ten of Michigan State. Enjoy the road trip out west. We'll talk soon. Sounds good, Bill. Have a good day. All right, man. Wenzel covers Michigan State football for MLive.com. Joining us on the Meyer Guest Line and Meyer. Proud to be longtime partners with Michigan State University Athletics. Everything huge, 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. 
Enjoy tennis like never before with BetMGM. Hey, this is Matt Shepard. Download the BetMGM app and place a risk-free first bet up to $1,000 on the major tennis tournament in New York City. Just use my bonus code, SHEPBET100, when you make your first bet. Sign up now and discover BetMGM's daily promotions, boosted odds specials, and a whole lot more. Make every serve, every volley, and every match point mean more than ever before with the king of sportsbooks. Download the app or go to BetMGM.com and use my bonus code, SHEPBET100, to place a risk-free first bet up to $1,000 on the tennis tournament in New York City. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager. Michigan only. This is a new customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help. Excludes Michigan disassociated persons. They say consistency is the key to success. They weren't wrong. So how about grabbing a beer that's consistently smooth, consistently refreshing, and consistently light? You might just find that the road to success can be pretty enjoyable. Michelob Ultra, the perfect balance of taste and refreshment and only 2.6 carbs and 95 calories. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Michelob Ultra Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. Coming right at you. The excitement you've been waiting for. Eagle Casino and Sports. The mobile casino made in Michigan, made for Michigan. Play slots and table games with live dealers at one exciting site. PlayEagle.com. Sign up today and get a match deposit up to $1,500. That's right, up to $1,500 plus 100 free spins. Eagle Casino and Sports. Go to PlayEagle.com and start winning today. Must be 21 or older and in Michigan to play. Van Andel Institute Purple Community is a grassroots fundraising network powered by the dedicated volunteers who support VAI's mission to improve human health now and in the future. When you raise funds through the Van Andel Institute Purple Community, 100% of the proceeds go directly to the Institute's research into diseases like cancer and Parkinson's, as well as VAI science education programs. Learn how you can get involved at purplecommunity.org. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. Joining me inside the Auto Value Bumper to Bumper Parts Store Studios, we're going to welcome in a couple of people connected to an unbelievable part of the Purple Community, Van Andel Institute, the Be Brave 5K Run and Walk on Saturday, October 8th at 8.30 a.m. It's a 5K that's making a difference right here on the west side of the state. 100% of race registration goes directly to fund breast cancer research at the world-renowned Van Andel Institute in downtown GR. Chris Bartnick uh, from the Be Brave organization and Rebecca Joyner from the Y uh, join me in studio. And welcome in, ladies. Hi, nice to have you. Thanks for having us. All right, Chris, let's talk about the Be Brave mission. It's one of uh, about inspiration. It's about fundraising. It's about awareness. It's about never forgetting. Yes. It's about honoring people. There's so many different layers and levels yeah, uh, to absolutely. the Be Brave mission. Yeah, we are so passionate and committed to helping fund research at Van Andel Institute for better medicines, better treatment, and then ultimately cures for breast cancer. And so that's why all of our community or our um, be brave our volunteers 
And so 100% of every registration dollar can go directly to do that. Let's talk about the connection, Chris, with Rebecca and the Y and this Be Brave 5K run and walk on Saturday, October 8th. Uh, How'd that connection come about? So I'm actually the co-race director with Chris. Awesome. So yeah, um, I think the connection with Van Andel started a few years ago um, prior to my coming on with Pat Ringwald, who was the original uh, director of the race. Chris, do you want to talk about how you guys got started with Van Andel? Yes. So we, this will be our 15th year. We are closing in on having raised $900,000 for breast cancer research. Um, And then we got to a point where it was really important to us that it stayed local. So we reached out to Van Andel Institute, and then they happily welcomed us into the Purple community, and I believe it's been six years now. So let's talk about the race on October 8th. Anybody wants to get involved, you're looking for volunteers, you're looking for people who want to take part in the 5K run walk. Uh, How do they do it? Where's the location? Uh, who do they need to contact? What's the easiest path there? Sure. So everything can be found on runsignup.com. So all the times, the event locations, uh, you can sign up to be a volunteer there. You can also sign up to run walk there. Um, it is on Shagbark Farm that is out in Alaska in kind of the Caledonia Alto area, right? So yeah. um, really fun place. It's a cross-country course, which is very unique kind of in the 5K world. So it's a beautiful course, very quiet, uh, very scenic, and they've been a really good host for us the past few years. By the way, if you uh, have any questions uh, regarding the Be Brave 5K run and walk on October 8th, uh, bebrave5k at gmail.com. That's B-E-E, Brave 5K, the letter, at gmail.com. And yeah, that connection to the Purple Community with Van Andel Institute and a grassroots movement yep, uh, by absolutely. everybody connected to Be Brave yep. really fits what uh, Van Andel Institute's Purple Community is doing. Yeah, it's a perfect partnership. And um, because of our amazing local business sponsors like Broadmoor Motors and Spendmend, we're, that's how we pay for our race. So then all of those funds that people sign up with can go directly to fund breast cancer research, which is what it's all about. Yeah, and that goes beyond uh, this October 8th 5K run walk yep. uh, out in Alaska, Caledonia area, south of Grand Rapids. It's really about a lot of events during the year connected to Be Brave. Yes. So we have um, a brand new puzzle competition that we just launched last year. That was super fun. Um, we have How fast somebody can uh, yeah, yep, solve a there puzzle. Was, you have a team of people and they put together their puzzle. No, Those never turn out was. well because everyone's arguing <laughs> over the piece, right? There, Where's the really corner? Is. Where's the corner? You have to do it, the edge first. Yeah, it do was, the edge. It was very interesting to see the strategies behind. I start from the middle <laughs> out. I don't start the edge. <laughs> so that, that one's new. We have our golf outing. Um, in the year and then we're gonna launch in january 6th we have a brand new um work you know the um, like dance aerobics workout yeah yep w-e-r-q Q. is um there it's going to be working hey, we're right. doing math we're yeah. solving puzzles we're doing yeah. a lot on air yeah today. it's a lot so that's a brand new one we're really excited about that and um yeah we look forward to it and you always can find all of our information on bebrave.com that's like the bumblebee that's B-E-E, brave.com. And the connection to the Purple Community with Van Andel Institute. Uh, you can just Google uh, Purple Community and it'll pop up and Be Brave. You can tell their uh, solid partnership is there because that Be Brave 5K run and walk is right at the top of their events page. October 8th out in 
Alaska, and it's not Alaska the state. It's Alaska, <laughs> which is out by the Thornapple yes, River in Caledonia. In Caledonia. Yep. Oh, really? Alaska, Bill? You're promoting a 5K <laughs> run walk? you got to do it 5,000 miles from here. Yeah, you got to walk to Alaska, and you walk back. No, it's out in Alaska, which is Caledonia, yep. Alto area. Yes. Uh, for those of you um, listening in Grand Rapids yep, or those Shag of you farms. Yeah, or outside of GR that want to take part, so... Uh, Google Be Brave, B-E-E, Brave, and same thing with Purple Community. You can get all the information. It's October 8th, and again, uh, all the money goes directly to breast cancer research at Van Andel Institute. And one thing the Purple Community takes a lot of pride in with VAI is 100% of all the money raised goes right back in the research, and they're doing amazing things. They're yes. on the medical mile. Absolutely. And downtown we're, we're GR. so blessed to have that right here in Grand Rapids. Well, the Be Brave movement resource. from our conversations a few years ago, and you're adding uh, new events, you continue to grow yes. uh, in West Michigan and across the state. Yes, we are. We have our fingers crossed. Maybe this year we'll break a million dollars raised for breast cancer research. That's, million's a big number. It isn't really. But some I mean, people give it back. In the entire 15 years. Not, well, not no. for this year. <laughs> the million yeah, raised amazing, yeah. since they not did yet. this interview in the course of the last <laughs> nine minutes. Would, yes. A million raised. Send your donations. Chris and Rebecca are unbelievable. <laughs> uh, Chris Bartnick with Be Brave. Google that. Find out about the October 8th 5K Run Walk. Rebecca Joyner, their co-chair persons of that race, or not a race, 5K Run Walk. It's really about yep. the day. And yep, if you tribute. walk it, there are strollers. If you have dogs on leashes. It's really if you some breast cancer has touched your life or yes. the life of a neighbor or somebody you know. Yep. It's about Absolutely. going out there and just supporting it. And then the money uh, goes right to breast cancer research at Van Andel Institute. That's yep. awesome. Uh, good luck. Have a great day. And uh, we'll let everybody know about the race and get more people to sign up, okay? All right. Thank you so much. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, Chris Bartnick uh, joining us in studio along with Rebecca Joyner from the Be Brave 5K Run Walk, uh, October 8th in Alaska, Caledonia, Alto area, south of GR. Big. Bad. Huge.